I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We'll be Davis Mills, and I'll just... Some of your questions, you're going to ask reason why. We don't give our lifetime job, starting with that. Uh, it's about performance each week. Oh, my God. I feel like performance last week. I'm warning it. Uh, another my start. Rest. You know, when Davis was a starter, I mean, sometimes you need oh to leave a uh, pitcher to come in. Uh, and that's what it was. Sometimes you bring the relief pitcher in and it's doing well. Shut you stay up. that course. But if it's not the case. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM with the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth on the BetQL Network. Welcome back, BetQL Daily, right here on the BetQL Network. Joe L, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth, presented as always by BetMGM. The voice there, the unmistakable voice of Lovey Smith. Uh, look, we're going to get to this Dallas game in a second. Dallas and the Texans, a 16 and a half, 17 point number as it stands around this week. I can't believe, and I know that organization is a, it's just a disaster. I can't believe Lovey Smith's a head coach in the NFL in the year 2022. I can't believe that we're still doing this. That team is wretched. It doesn't matter who plays quarterback, though. Davis Mills is better. And we get a matchup this week. We'll start here. A lot of games to get to on the Week 14 card. The Dallas Cowboys are a, now a 17-and-a-half-point favorite. 17-and-a-half at home Sunday, 44 on the total. You think it should be, Aaron? You like? You think this is a fair number? Yeah, I mean, Nico Collins and Brandon Cooks didn't practice yesterday. I mean, what what can the Texans do? I don't think no. anything. I, I'm going to stay away, but I mean, I just I don't know if I <laughs> I can lay 17 and a half. That's a lot, but I don't know how the Texans stick around in this game. PTSD listening to Lovey. I mean, so much of my life, those useless press conferences where he's saying nothing and then, what, what I don't want to get into it. Um, <laughs> the, and then he went to Illinois. I was just like, why is he still coaching? Why, he said, why are we doing this? No, there's only one th- organization doing this. The worst organization in, well, I don't know if they're the worst in the NFL. They are in some senses. Uh, God, the Houston Texans. You know, you realize that four of the last five Cowboys victories, they've covered this number of 17 and a half. That's what they're doing to teams right now. Yeah. And in most situations, especially this year, the year of the underdog against the spread, anybody can beat anybody. Now that's flipped over the last month because teams have separated themselves. And let's be honest, teams are trying to lose. A lot of front offices are trying to lose, not the players and the coaches, but the front offices are trying to set up so they, they can improve their draft pick. But in this year, when everybody is so close, right, and we've spent a good amount of time, there's a top three. There's a, okay, maybe now it's a top five, and then there's a bit of a gap. Teams are not that far apart. So we get the largest point spread that we've seen at 17 and a half. And can can I do anything with it? I want to make a case for the underdog, for Davis Mills going on the road. I can't. 
I can't. They are such a dumpster fire. And this, on the other side, you've got a team that will stand up and say, let's go. Let's score on defense. Let's put it on. We're up by five. Let's go up by six touchdowns. Let's do this. And that's what they've been doing to teams. Colts, they did it. The Vikings, 40 to three. Bears, 49 to 29. The Lions, 24 to six, which everybody's talking, a team everybody's talking about right now, all excited about. I can't make a case for the Texans. And yeah, the Cowboys will probably cover, but I am not laying 17 and a half points. You can't make me, man. Uh, what do we do with this? I don't know. So they should dominate. Do we do something with rushing props on the Cowboys side? Pollard getting more run? Should be getting more run? I mean, if you, yeah, look, at, that. you look at his numbers, like, it has been so impressive. Uh, we've kind of joked for a long period of time about how he's the best running back. Yards after contact per attempt, Pollard is number one in the NFL. Like, I don't. The Zeke argument is just he got paid and Jerry likes him, right? I mean, it seems like that's the case. the The red zone offense for the Cowboys last few games is ninety one percent. I just don't want to go against this because it 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 wouldn't surprise me if it, we have a the same score as the Vikings game where it's forty to three. I don't think no anybody would be shocked. It would now. I will say, if you're going to bet on this game, you're going to be on either side. Based mm-hmm. on the two biggest spreads in the NFL this year, these bookmakers are great. This is probably going to be a sweat. So we've had two. So this is now the biggest spread of the NFL season. The two biggest yeah. ones before this. Do you remember them offhand? Uh, no. What do you got? Rams. Rams. Chiefs. A couple weeks ago, it was sixteen and a half. Chiefs won yep. by sixteen. I think the week before that, it was Dolphins. Texans. 14 and a half, Dolphins won by 15. Half a point decided each of the last two times we had a spread this big. So like 31-14 could certainly be this score of this game. And then you're sitting there sweating at the end, depending on which half a point you're on at the end. I can't, I can't bet this. But Joe, yeah, I like the idea of props. Zeke, touchdown, yeah. multiple touchdowns. Sure, you could be on those. No, none, of the, none of those are posted yet. But yeah, I mean... Are the Texans going to score two touchdowns on this defense? Well, if Dak throws a pick and gives him a short field, maybe. He's thrown a lot of those. Could. Yes, his interception rate is very high. He's got one of the worst in the NFL. I wonder if we get a Dak. I wonder what the Dak interception numbers are. He's a good quarterback that is having a, a, a very high interception season. And I think the Texans took the ball away from Watson last week, right? Was it a fumble or a pick? But they took the ball away. That could be an mm-hmm. interesting way to kind of play a, a prop on this game. But it's a gigantic number. I mean, it, I it really is. Interception listed yet. All right, we'll look for that. All right, let's get to another big spread here. Chiefs minus nine and a half in Denver against the Broncos. Chiefs trying to bounce back after a loss last week and keep themselves in the mix for the one seed. The Broncos, I don't know what they're doing. But they uh, they are still playing hard on defense. So we know, uh, Paul, do we have an update on the prediction? Is it halftime this week on when the Broncos' defense taps out? I would say by halftime. And that okay. plays perfectly into my favorite play for the week. Chiefs minus one in the third quarter is minus 110. There's a minus 110 out there. So that's, I can't believe that. I'm gonna be, I know. I've seen threes elsewhere, so find that one if you can. But I'm going to be playing this a couple different ways. I'm going to be playing the Chiefs' money line in the first quarter is like minus 125. That's a three-way money line, so I'm betting against the tie as well. But I just 
I get it. Divisional game on the road. Unless they are cutting off oxygen to the Chiefs locker room, I don't see how they don't destroy this <laughs> terrible team with every reason to quit. I just don't see it. So I'll be happy to be wrong on Monday, but I will lay the nine and a half. I'll be – I mean, the even the Broncos' like pass defense is okay now. I mean, I, I think it's understandable that it's not the elite level it was playing at. And it's a bounce-back spot for Mahomes. I think it's worth considering over two-and-a-half touchdowns at plus 155. And I, this is a dead team. Just dead. So give me the Chiefs. <laughs> you know, Patrick Mahomes in his career now has played 14 road games in the division. He is 14-0, mm-hmm. 9-5 against the spread. If you're a fan in the AFC West of anyone but the Chiefs, Every time you've gone to a game, this guy has ripped your heart out 14 times. That's remarkable that he's never lost a road division game. Been in the league now a while. It's not not a second year. He's been doing this for a while now. Crazy. Broncos are three and nine. How many times have they lost by 10 or more? Very few. Two? Once. One? Once. To Carolina a couple weeks ago. Mm. What, Paul? Who, who have just... they played? Well, that's fair. And this is a point that I brought up yesterday for people that missed. Which great quarterbacks have they faced? Lamar got hurt early. Uh, it, it was Carolina. They faced Derek Carr. How'd Carr look last night? They faced Carr twice. Uh, Zach thinks. Wilson. Yeah. Uh, Herbert when he had nobody. Like they haven't faced anybody. They haven't faced anybody. Like Jimmy Garoppolo, week three, when he did nothing, scoring 10 points, may have been the toughest opposing quarterback they faced all year. So it would against Russell Wilson, who is under pressure more than any quarterback in the NFL. They have the second worst red zone offense. Uh, QBR, Russ is 30th. He's 32nd in on target percentage. 32nd. In the NFL, like it's just saying he's horrendous. I mean, that even adds to it. Um, they have a good defense, but how great is it? Maybe the numbers are lying, even with a large sample size, because they have not faced an explosive offense like this. And the majority of the numbers that I trust say that this is the best offense in the NFL. I am on Chiefs minus nine and a half. I just uh, wanted to point out that a lot of teams have not blown them out, but right, they haven't faced a great offense yet. And coming off that loss, I think the the Chiefs, it's dicey taking them when it's a big number because typically they do not cover. But I think a lot of a lot of things land up in this spot, even though it's on the road in the division for the Chiefs to take care of business and just smother them. One more note on the pressure rate: Chris Jones is the second ranked defensive tackle in pass rush win rate, and you talk mm. about the Broncos allowing the most pressure. So right up the yep. middle in Russ's face. Have a good day. <laughs> I don't have a play here, but I also wanted to add Cortland Sutton did not practice again yesterday. So mm-hmm. not looking good for the Broncos. Nothing is looking good for the Broncos, I think we would say. All right, so we're on the we're on the Chiefs in, in many different ways this game. All right, let's get to a division, another division game with the road team as a big favorite. Now, this one is a little bit different because the home team is not bad like the Broncos. I don't know what we call the Giants, but they're not a bad team. They may make the playoffs here. It's the Eagles at the Giants. I saw this morning that this number had bumped up a little bit from 
to seven to we're going from six and a half to seven to seven and a half. We are now at Eagles minus seven and a half on the road against the Giants, 44 and a half on the total. Eagles off of a blowout win over the Titans. Giants off of a tie against the Commanders. Now, if you go back to last year, this was probably the Eagles' worst performance late in the season. Jalen Hurts' worst performance of his first year as a starter. He got they got they got beat up that day. Um, mm-hmm. Different team, different Eagles, obviously than they were a year ago. On the Eagles side, with the advantage, the Giants' defense played 80 snaps last week in five quarters. They could be gassed as this game goes along, and they don't stop the run well. That would be my worry if you were thinking about the Giants' side. The Eagles could just run down their throat all game. But the Giants have been in a lot of games. I and mean, that's the Giants, right? They're, they're mostly in all these games. Are they in in the first half? Do I go back to the system play? Eagles minus three oh, God. and <laughs> So I wonder what it is now. I haven't looked recently. So it didn't hit it's for a little while. It's minus three and a half. It, no, no, I mean, but like for the season. Oh. It's, I, I would guess they played, what, 12 games? I would guess eight and four first half. That's my yeah. guess off, offhand. I would guess the same. Which is really good. I mean, if you're you're going eight and four, I mean, might as well. It's amazing. Uh, Sometimes I look at this record, and I know they're winless in their last three games, including last week's tie, uh, the Giants. So the things have leveled off a little bit. But I still am at the point where I'm like, how are they this good? How are they seven four and one? Like, what what are they great at? What is the big strength outside of uh, the addition of Dayball? What are they great at? And the big change is Daniel Jones doesn't turn the football over. Like this is going to be a tough matchup for him against that Eagles secondary. And Bradbury's been as good as anyone in football. It's just an amazing season for him. But but that's been key. They don't have any explosion on offense. They focus more on the run game. They don't have any receivers that that really put strike fear into you if you're the Eagles or anybody going against uh the Giants here. It's just not turning the football over. Now, Saquon limited in yesterday's practice. I, it was a neck thing. I still think that uh, he'll be good to go coming up on Sunday. And you're right, that Giants defense might be might be gas. And if you're gas going against this, this Eagles team, this, the team that showed up last week, divisional matchup, you know they're going to be hyped. They haven't played yet. They, they get them again uh, last week of the year. It's not one that, that I have a real strong opinion on. but. Just looking at it, you would think that if the idea of let, let's attack this team that just played a five-quarter uh, matchup against somebody else in the division, so that was tough, and now they've got to get up for this one, why don't we just ran, run right at them, right? I, I would think like maybe some rushing props uh, could be appealing. Uh, Joe G, would you look at Sanders or Hurts? I like Sanders. They're pretty consistent this year, and both of them probably could go over. I mean, this team ran for, what, 360 two weeks ago? Like they, they can run when they want to run. Uh, but Sanders had his first down week last week. I think most weeks this year had been a mm-hmm. 50, 60 or higher, right? He had been pretty consistent before last week. 63 and a half feels kind of low for Miles Sanders. And then, Aaron, I also think the Jalen Hurts prop is interesting because if the yeah. Giants blitz, when, when Hurts is blitz, that's when he runs because he sees an angle, he sees a hole, and then he just takes off. I also like A.J. Brown, over 71 and a half. I mean, the Giants' pass DVO is like 28. They can't stop anyone. So uh, I'm going A.J. Brown, over 71 and a half. Hurts, over 47 and a half rush yards. And I also like Eagles' first half, minus three and a half. Three plays for me here. Wow. Going crazy. 
<laughs> so it sounds like we like the Eagles early. Maybe stay away from the full game because we're over a touchdown. Is that that's that's kind of what I'm feeling? Maybe yeah. we don't bet the full game. We yeah. take the first half and answer props in this one. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth, it's Beck UL Daily. So much more to do on the show. NFL Week 14. We'll hit some road dogs next on the Beck UL Network.